Today on Fall of Friday, we're going to talk about writer's block, stairs in space, the NFL draft, bad teenagers, Evo Dalmatians, and what Abraham Lincoln said about podcasting, and some very exciting news about the future of the show. Today is a good day to meet some new friends. Everyone make a way. The show is a buffet of folks you should know. Let's have a swallow. Well, that's enough for a place. Now, right away, with no further delay. It's Follow Friday. It's Follow Friday. It's Follow Friday. I'm Eric Johnson. Welcome to Follow Friday, a podcast about who you should follow online. Every week, I talk to creative people about who they follow and why. This is a guided tour to the best people on the internet, led by your favorite writers, podcasters, comedians, and more. Today, we're going to hear from three of those creative people who you've already heard on this show before. But first, I'm excited to announce that Follow Friday is now on Patreon. Starting at just $1 a month, you can support this podcast and help me ensure that it stays free for everyone. Podcasting is like eating a grandfather clock. It's time-consuming. For every half-hour of podcast that makes it onto the show, there are hours and hours of work behind the scenes. Booking the guests, researching their follows, writing scripts, editing the show, editing the transcript, telling people about it. It's a lot. So if you are able to spare the change, I would love to have your support. And if you back Follow Friday on Patreon, you also get a bunch of cool stuff. You'll get a shout-out on the podcast, your name in the show notes, sneak peeks at upcoming episodes, and most importantly, bonus mini-episodes. So in addition to the main show, which is and will remain free, Patreon supporters will also get exclusive bonus recommendations from our guests every month. You'll get all of that starting at just a dollar a month, and it's a pay-what-you-want sort of thing. So if you really like the show and you can chip in $3 or $5 or, dare I say it, $6 a month, I would really appreciate that. Later on the show, I will tell you more about what you can get at the higher tiers on Patreon. But now I want to play you one of those bonus recommendations. This is a never-before-heard pick from Flash Forward host Rose Eveleth, who was on the show a few weeks ago. Enjoy! It's Final Friday! Rose, I asked you to tell me about someone who makes you think, and you said Ace Ratcliffe, who's on Twitter at Mortuary Report. They're a freelance writer, artist, consultant, and photographer. And Ace also describes themselves as a former mortician, which I guess is where the name Mortuary Report comes from. So in your email... You said Ace always asks really good questions. So talk about where you've read or seen their work and and what makes their questions so good. Yeah, Ace is part of a very, very small writing group that I have, which is literally two people plus me. So three, three people total where we meet every Sunday and we are all working on various writing projects, whether that's fiction or a memoir or whatever it is, which I feel very lucky to be able to like talk to them all the time about stuff. Because what I was referencing when I say they ask really good questions is often, you know, I'll send over whatever I'm going to have, like whatever we'll critique for that week that I'm working on. And I'll just be like, I don't know, like I'm like stuck or like I can't figure (laughs) out like how whatever. And they just always know the right questions to ask about, like how to get through it and like what the kind of like questions that are going to open up that door are going to be. And they're just very thoughtful about that. And so I think that they're I feel like 
all of my writing has been so much better because of that, because they just like ask these questions that are always really good, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, like they're just really good at like pinpointing that thing that you're like, you need to figure out and helping you work through it. At the risk of making you relive some writer's block trauma here, can you, can you remember any specific example where you were really struggling with something and then Ace just swooped in and said like, no, it's this or, or, or asked the right yeah. question, I guess, to help you unlock it? I feel like I have a tendency in many ways to like want to explain every step of the process for like how a character gets from A to B to C. And you don't actually have to do that a lot of the time in fiction. You could just be like, and then they're there. like, but I'm like very literal often. So I'll be like, they had to walk over here and do this thing. And they'll always be like, do we need to know that? And I'll be like, no, we don't, you know, like, and so they're just very good at like uh, asking those questions. That's that's the one I, I think of a lot. But they also with a if I'm stuck on a character, you know, they'll often say like, well, how do you think they feel about blank? And they'll ask me like questions about the character that are often very clarifying where I'm like, oh, no, they would not react that way. They would react this way because I like have it, you know. And so I think that's also very helpful. So Ace is also an accessibility consultant. They use a wheelchair. They live with several chronic illnesses. Maybe I'm forgetting something obvious, but I feel like we almost never see disabled people in sci-fi. Um, the only thing that I could think of was the former captain of the Enterprise in Star Trek. So I'm wondering, like, how often does this come up on, on Flash Forward, either in the fiction you're doing or in the, the real-life scientists you're talking to? Do accessibility issues, disability issues, do those come up? All the time. And one of the goals of Flash Forward is to, like, remind people that, in fact, you know, the future is for ev- everybody's going to be there. Right. Um, and that, you know, we need to be thinking about what it is that we're designing for. Ace actually has a really great piece about why are there so many stairs in space in the future in science fiction? Right. And they're just like, what? like, why are we still doing this? Which is a great piece. I think it's on Gizmodo. And Ace has actually been on Flash Forward before talking about disability issues and talking about privacy and what you have to give up sometimes, you know, when people make you give up when you're disabled to kind of tell people about your medical disclosures and stuff like that. And so I often will turn to them if I'm working on an episode and kind of be like, hey, is there I'm missing a disability angle here? Like, I'll, I'll ask them those questions. And they're always really useful on that. Because, yeah, it's really important to me to make sure that Flash Forward is painting a picture and talking about an a future that includes everyone. And that includes people with disabilities, right? Like, exactly. You know, CRISPR, hopefully, you know, won't turn into eugenics in which we just eliminate everyone. Uh, That would be bad. That's not the future we want. So that's the dark side of your personality that you mentioned before. It's not that far of a leap to go from, hey, CRISPR is amazing to, oh, no, CRISPR could become something really, really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. That's a tough one. And on the episode we did about CRISPR for Flash Forward, I talked to a bunch of disability advocates and disabled folks about like, what the how does that feel to like hear right. that kind of language all the time? That was Rose Eveleth from one of my favorite podcasts, Flash Forward, talking about why she follows Ace Ratcliffe, who is on Twitter and Instagram at Mortuary Report. You can get more bonus recommendations just like that one when you support Follow Friday at patreon.com slash follow Friday. Now, if you go to that page, you'll see that there are other tiers beyond the one dollar and up pledge that I was talking about earlier. If all you want is the bonus episodes, then that's great. Pick the small fry tier, pay what you want. But we also have the big fry tier. If you pledge at that level, then here on Follow Friday, I will read a fun, unique ad for whatever you want. 
So if you have a website, a startup, a newsletter, a podcast, or a social media page that you would like to promote, or just something you want to say to the world, pledge at that tier, and I will tell everyone about it. And I will read your name in the credits of every episode of Follow Friday, not just the first one, as long as you are a backer. You'll also get all the same benefits from the small fry tier, the bonus episodes, the sneak peeks at upcoming shows, and your name in the show notes. And then we get to the top tier on patreon.com slash followfriday, which I call the VID, or Very Important Duck. Believe me, the name could have been worse. At this tier, you get all the stuff I've been talking about, including the bonus episodes and the promo every month. And then, on top of that, you also get a one-on-one call with me every month to talk about your podcast or other creative project or anything else you want. All of that together is $150 a month. I'm a podcast consultant by day, so if you follow me because you're interested in podcasting, this is a great value. During our one-on-one call, I will share anything and everything I can think of that will help you achieve your specific goals. So, to recap, small fry backers get the bonus episodes, their names in the show notes, a shout-out on the show, and so on. Big fry backers get all of that, plus a longer promo for their work every month. And very important duck backers get all of that, plus the one-on-one call with me every month. The last thing I should say is that there are only four Big Fry spots and four very important duck spots available at a time. So here's my infomercial. Act now, supplies are limited. Operators are standing by. Not really. No one's standing by. Sorry. Now let's listen to another bonus recommendation. This is the kind of thing you'll be hearing when you support us on Patreon at any level, starting at just $1 a month. And this one comes from Ed Zitron. It's Final Friday. Ed, I asked you for someone who's an expert in a very specific niche that you love, and you said Simp for Tyree, who is on Twitter at that name, S-I-M-P-F-O-R-T-Y-R-I-E. So I'm going to read what you said in your email to me when you uh, were sending over your pics. You said, this is a kid. I am confident is a teenager. Nevertheless, he has some of the most astute views on the NFL and college football I've ever seen. Correct. So that's that's quite a claim uh could you elaborate on that like what what sort of views is sim for tyree sharing so when he leading up to the nfl draft which occurred at the end of april he was analyzing each quarterback down to their mechanics how they could improve why they were doomed in certain Hmm. cases because there were so such fundamental issues what they could what they specifically do that alters their mechanics the way they position their body this incredible insight i mean just niche niche of niche and the true draft gems which every outlet does except with incredible detail really specific esoteric really things like this undrafted quarterback who was in florida went to arkansas called uh, felipe franks and just all of these conversations and then occasionally like hear that the girl who I like said just like a thing about like being a teenager. (laughs) There's something I I worry that one day he'll like grow up and then just be like an angrier teenager. I don't know, but he is just this outside of him complaining about like classes. He'll be talking about all of these very specific, like he's talking today about uh dj i don't know how to say the second name and i'm not going to try it's a u-i-a-g-a-l-e-l-e-i okay wonderful name cannot pronounce it i'm not going to try because i consider that offensive um 
I doubt DJ will ever win a Heisman unless Clemson changes their scheme. Just that kind of stuff, which is fun, but then he'll go on an entire thread about why uh, Keaton Slovis, who plays for USC, why he's going to be a dud <laughs> and just eviscerate these quarterbacks in such a way. And he'll do like standard things where he'll just do it and then just move on. But then he'll occasionally dig in so deep on stuff and it's wonderful. I really just enjoy it. And no one I know follows him and I don't believe he follows anyone I know. Yeah. But I was going to ask about this. Yeah, because he doesn't have a lot of followers. He has about 54 followers. I don't know how he got on my feed. Yeah. I have no idea. But now he's like one of your favorite sports commentators. Yeah. (laughs) When he gets, during the NFL draft, he was one of the most fun people to watch because past the first round of the NFL draft, it gets kind of boring. Maybe past the second round. Mm -hmm. Not with this guy. This guy was at messaging me saying, please don't take Creed Humphrey, who is a... He was talking about the Raiders, and he was talking about a center lineman in the third round of the NFL draft. That's what I sign on. That's why I'm on this Twitter shit, because (laughs) you have this random guy you meet through pure happenstance who is now, and I'm sure he's been wrong at some point, who knows, but he is now this, this guy that I can look to for really specific thoughts on the NFL or college and frankly I've messaged him a few times well at messaged him and said hey what do you think of this like and he's always got an answer (laughs) and it's really it's just a lot of fun I really enjoy it and I wanted to think of someone who was not someone anyone would follow and I worry of course like any teenager that he goes somehow bad right like i don't know i hope he doesn't go like that but he's shown no sign he just is a teenager mm-hmm. and he'll complain about girls occasionally and it's like <laughs> oh remember being young <laughs> remember that uh, this is kind of the it's a rough analog of um you remember moneyball where brad pitt plucks jonah hill out of some like back office where he's just kind yes. of like hunched over computer and he's just like you i want you to, to run the oakland a's with me <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's that's that's you in this guy i feel like you know you two should should team up and and uh, become you know football coaches or something <laughs> well he he also occasionally and here's the thing i don't really know about his life and i almost never want to know right it's kind of better not knowing yeah he mentions occasionally his own mechanics so i wonder if he's like a varsity quarterback he may be in college who knows i'll never know like it's kind <laughs> of magical and this harkens back to the elder part of the internet when you didn't really know everyone and anonymity yes has a great deal of problems god so many yes but at the same time where there were people you just knew who were just like avatars mm-hmm. just people like back when i played everquest there were all sorts of people that i knew and will only ever know as their everquest persona and it's there's something innocent about it i don't know it's yeah he's also very astute and very bright but at the same time not knowing is kind of nice that was Ed Zitron talking about why he follows Simp for Tyree, who is on Twitter at S-I-M-P-F-O-R-T-Y-R-I-E. We're going to take a quick break now, but we'll be back in a minute with another bonus recommendation, this one from Alexandra Petri. Stay with us. Today's show is brought to you by Captivate, which gives you every tool you need to start, manage, and monetize your podcast. I know this because I use Captivate. They are amazing. But wait a minute. Why should you start a podcast? 
Well, podcasting is a great way to get your voice out there, to try out a new creative idea, or to build a community like I'm trying to do here. And no matter what your goals are, you should use Captivate. I was just talking with someone the other day who already has a podcast on another hosting platform, and they want it out. It just wasn't the right place for a podcast to grow. And I said, hey, you should check out Captivate. I sent him an article about how easy it is to import an existing podcast, and he was convinced right away. Captivate also lets you make unlimited podcasts for one low price with one-click distribution to all the major podcasting platforms. So check them out today at followfriday.net slash captivate. That's followfriday.net slash captivate. Friday. Hey, welcome back to Follow Friday, where today we are celebrating the launch of our Patreon page, which you can find at patreon.com slash followfriday. We're going to close today's show with one more bonus recommendation from a previous guest. But first, I just want to thank every one of you who has been listening over the past 20 episodes. I really love making this show. And seeing people discover it and talk about it and share it with their friends makes me so happy. I also want to thank all of the guests who have been on Follow Friday, as well as the people who have been recommended on the show. In both cases, many of them have helped spread the word and said some very nice things on social media. I see it all, and I appreciate it greatly. But now let's get to our last bonus follow of the day. This one comes from Washington Post humorist Alexandra Petri. Friday. Alexandra, I asked you for someone who makes you laugh, and you said the comedian Broti Gupta, who is on Twitter at Broti Gupta, which is spelled B-R-O-T-I-G-U-P-T-A. So talk about why you love Broti's work and why she makes you laugh. Not to be all Hannibal again, but so she wrote this great piece about Hannibal Lecter, where he's like apologizing and refers to tears as face sauce, which is one of the funniest things I've uh, read in a long time. But also, she recently did this really great thread that was just like her answering advice about TV writing. That's like one of the funniest things I've read in such a long time. So if you like, it's like both great, it's not great advice about TV writing, but like it's it's both like a great parody of the genre and also like individually the jokes are really funny. So yeah, I highly recommend that. That made me chortle with a full belly. I, I'm so sorry I described laughing that way. <laughs> well, I was scrolling through her Twitter feed and it, it's delightful because she's making very good jokes about whatever people were talking about on Twitter at the time. Like she, she's like one of these comedians who's like plugged into the zeitgeist or it's like, so uh, from a couple of days ago, she said, but it doesn't make sense. Why the hell would she hate Dalmatians unless a few of them pushed her mom over a cliff or something? <laughs> yes, no, that was great. Oh my God. I, I did see that movie in theaters. And you I, did? Yes. It was my first, it was my triumphant return to theaters and it was just as bad as I wanted it to be. Yeah, it was, I can't believe that those Dalmatians were really the villains. Like, <laughs> uh, I, I have not seen the movie. We're talking about Cruella. I have not, I have not seen the movie. And uh, it's kind of similar to, to Cats, actually. I don't want to see it just because the, like, insanity that I have built up in my mind of whatever this movie is, I think surpasses the the actual enjoyment I would get out of watching watching this possibly very bad movie. <laughs> I think the other thing about it is it's, like, half an hour too long because 30% of it is... 
her telling you things that you've just seen happen on screen in a voiceover. And then the, there's another additional 15% that's just her telling her friends things that you just saw happen on screen and also heard about in the voiceover. So it's like, do you want all the fun of like an oral narrative of the kind passed down since Homer, but also all the fun of watching a movie with Emma Stone in it? Now you don't have to choose. And I wish they had chosen. <laughs> like I would love just Emma Stone narrating her adventures to me in like classic, but this was too much. So Brody also co-hosts a podcast called Lecture Hall with the actor Dylan Galula. Do you listen to this show? I'm very bad at listening to podcasts, but I always approve of them. Yeah. If I commuted, I would like for certain once I finish getting my husband to listen to David Copperfield. Just I, my priorities are in a great order. <laughs> well, and so I think uh, Lecture Hall, I think you can only get it if you back them on Patreon. So neither of us has actually listened to this show. I have nothing interesting to say about it, but... But it is there, and you should. It's there. If you like, <laughs> yeah, for those who like that sort of thing, that is exactly the sort of thing that they would like, as Abraham Lincoln said about podcasts. <laughs> I will say that the, the 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 membership levels they have on Patreon, it's pretty amazing. Uh, it says five dollars, you get to listen to the podcast. Nothing bad will happen to you. Fifteen dollars, one of us will incept your dreams and kiss you on the lips, one time only. <laughs> and it, it goes on uh, up there up to a thousand dollars. Go nuts. God's not looking. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm sure there's some podcast listeners out there who have $1,000 lying around. Might as well give it to Lecture Hall, you know? Yeah, no, go, go nuts. God's not looking. Like, that's a, that's a beautifully constructed. I like that very much. Is there anything else about uh, Brote's work that, that, I, that I might not have seen? Anything else that, um, I don't know, really resonates with you or that really just cracks you up? I, I just feel like the, the quality of, like, each, like, within the sentences, like, there are just very funny jokes. Like recently she was calling somebody had posted on their calligraphy Twitter, like Instagram that they had broken up and it was very heavy to post on a calligraphy Instagram, but like was a very, I was so glad someone had found that so that I could then spend the rest of my afternoon just deeply invested in what was going on with that. Calligraphy Instagram drama. Yeah, no, (laughs) it's the internet is still a place where dreams can come true or like Sorrows can occur in a way that <laughs> y- you can observe as a non-participant. <laughs> that's, that's the best tagline for the internet I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a place, the internet, a place where things happen to people. <laughs> Visit scenic internet. <laughs> yes. Put that on the postcard. All the jokes you could wish and some that you couldn't wish. That was Alexandra Petri talking about why she follows Broti Gupta who is on Instagram and Twitter at Brody Gupta. I wish my Patreon tiers were as funny as Brody's. They're not, but I am still pretty happy with them. What do you think? Should there be a $1,000 tier called Biggest Duckus? I don't think most people would get the reference, and even fewer people would patronize it, but that is absolutely what it would be called, Biggest Duckus. Anyway, one more time. Go to patreon.com slash followfriday to support Follow Friday and independent podcasting. You can do that starting at just $1 a month. Follow me on Twitter at HeyHeyESJ and this show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at FollowFridayPod. Follow Friday's theme music was written by me and performed by Yona Marie. Our show art was illustrated by Dodie Hermawan. Additional music by Purple Planet Music. That's all for this week. This is Eric Johnson reminding you to talk about people behind their backs. And when you do, say something nice. See you next Friday. <laughs>